This episode is proudly brought to you by Zoo City Apparel. Do you have a team? A small business trying to get your name out? Maybe you're really good at drawing pictures of goblins and want to put your drawings of goblins on t-shirts and sell them at the local goblin con. Maybe you can sell them to a goblin chief and they like it so much that they make you a goblin chief and now you have control over a large group of goblins and spend the rest of your life living in a goblin cave eating anyone who dares come near your goblin treasure hoard. Any and all of this is not only possible, but probable if you get your merchandise made at Zoo City Apparel. With decades of experience, the people at Zoo City Apparel have the knowledge and expertise to transform the ideas you have into real physical products. With competitive pricing and modern printing techniques, there's no reason you shouldn't give them a look. So to make your goblin dreams come true, check out ZooCityApparel.com today and tell them Jack sent you. I mean, I don't know. All right. Just fucking go. Ready? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm ready rolling. to dive in. Right. We're rolling. <laughs> I, we're rolling. I don't know. I try to like hit record when we're having a good conversation. And then like as soon as I put headphones on, everyone like looks at me. <laughs> Sorry. I won't look at you. Don't hey, look at me. Don't look at me. I said, okay, it's time to pick up the microphone. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. I it's knew. It's instinctual. I knew. Yeah. 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 I mean, really, I was just kind of checking levels and whatever. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, <laughs> yes, Amy. Thomas. When I look at Ariel in his situation, <laughs> his situation. <laughs> you guys, there's a whole. Situation. And then I look at you in your situation. I just say it's like a good combo. It's yeah. a good visual combo. It's our one ear cat. Yeah, my and then our are, are McDripper. They're a little post-apocalyptic. You, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, those yeah. are cute. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'm just going to take a picture, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm okay. going to giggle, but it's yeah. it's part of my contract. Yeah. No, yeah. Yep. You're allowed the writer. to obligated to giggle while I'm here. So. Actually, it's Abigail's writer. You're not allowed to laugh. So, if you could just not. Okay. I am silent for the duration of the evening. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Perfect. Just exactly how we need all of our guests to be. Jack. <laughs> 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 okay. Jack. Well, that was fun. <laughs> and we're rapping. And that's it. No. Uh, welcome to Jack. Uh, you know. <laughs> hey, kids. Uh, I know there's this whole illusion of us putting out an episode every week ish. Um, but it's still the same same day. I still feel like shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> same hangover as last episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's a week-long hangover. But we're pushing through. I'm pushing through. I'm Corey Deemers, and today I'm joined by... Amy Lee Smith, Kara Rivera, Soundboy Ariel Gregory, and Abigail Gilbert. Abigail Wee. Gilbert. Hi, Abigail. Welcome. Hi, so Hi Abigail. Thank you for having me. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Year. I'm. How did you walk away from that party like feeling so much better than me 
You know, I really did walk away feeling great. <laughs> new year, new me. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I was just really determined to drive myself home. So I set myself up for a lot of success for that. Good. Nice. Good. So, smart, smart yeah. move. How many Cheez-Its did you have? Oh, that is a great question. Um, there were no Cheez-Its at the party oh, last okay. night. So I do need to speak with the upper management um, because... Yeah. If I don't have my party snack, then it is hard for me to walk away yeah. successfully. But thank goodness I was in a good headspace. Nice. Good. Cheese it list, but still. How can you even call it a party at that point? Honestly, honestly. So true. So like setting yourself up for success is like pre-chopping three lines of Coke on your dashboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eating cheese it. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. At a, at a party at Rachel's, I started eating an entire box of Cheez-Its, like a family size box of Cheez-Its. And I decided that I was going to be a really good person and share with other people because I don't need to sit with all those Cheez-Its in my lap. So I, I handed people Cheez-Its one at a time. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I am the epitome of generosity. And I genuinely did think that I was being an incredible person by sharing. And then later realized that I actually handed people Cheez-Its one at a time. And like I only gave each person one Cheez-It. Like if I gave you a Cheez-It area, you were done. One. Everybody got one. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I am such a saint. Yeah. I am an only child though, so that is how we oh, share, I guess. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. So no yep. Cheez-Its, but something to you. that. Mm-hmm. I'm the opposite of an only child where I'm just like, oh, there's some there's something left. All right. Cool. I'll take it. There's some meat flour left. <laughs> oh, give me that meat flour. There's one. There's one piece it's left. Your final meat cloak. I'm. I made a a, um, a meat rose thing. It's like a That's sandwich. It was. It was wonderful. It does look beautiful. Thank you. I will say, being an only child makes me share more. Like, you need the shirt that I'm wearing. I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. Right here. So it's, I'm just a mean person. So. You know, I think so. I was just joking. <laughs> I'm a regular. I'm a regular person. <laughs> I know. No talking yeah. for you. Well. So anyway, um, I think we're. Yep. Jack on, Jack offs. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so Abigail. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, I are wonderful. And at we this. are ready to be in charge. <laughs> uh, so for sure. Is it that what thing that? Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I ate my meat snack. Abigail. Cut that whole bit out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There's going to be some editing. Great. Uh, <laughs> so, Abigail, uh, you listened to the show, uh, the most recent one anyways. Uh, you know that we uh, like to start each show with a segment that we call Jack On, Jack Off, where Jack On is something positive happening in your life, and Jack Off is something negative. If there's anything that you want to share, now is the time. Jack on. Okay. <laughs> uh, we can come back to you too. Yeah. Come yeah, back yeah. to me. Okay. Come back also, to me. if you don't want to. Share oh, it, I am participating. Good. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Uh, I have a Jack on. Um, oh, I don't actually don't remember if I said this for the last episode, but I've been decorating my house a lot lately nice. which has been really really nice and i'm finally putting up art oh yeah i said i was you gonna did. show you the yeah. art in my bedroom oh yeah we gotta see that and i and i said i was gonna pass yeah yeah, yeah. rude because we all know it's nude photos of ariel 
Um, I do have a nudes wall. Ariel's not on it actually, which is weird. Um, got to remedy that, but it's just my friend's nudes wall. Um, if nice. anyone wants to send me their nudes, I'll put it on my wall. Not anyone. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> Cut out that part too. Never mind. Every, every listener, send your nudes to Kara Rivera on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. On Twitter. Yeah. Or Instagram. I don't, I don't know whatever. how Twitter works. But yeah. 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 Uh, anyone else? Oh, I remember an actual oh. one. Sorry. Um, uh, Jack on uh, recently I got a pair of green go-go boots and I'm obsessed with them. Nice. Wow. I wore them for the new, for a new year's Eve party that half of us, more than half of us were at. Um, and it was so much fun. Why do it's I awesome. not remember those? Cause you missed my first two costume changes. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> we rewind so I can yeah, see it's those. <laughs> The, the ones in the back. No, sorry. Like against the wall. Mm. Where? The, where? The where? Green. They're Show not super these. tall. Where? Oh, right there. Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. Okay, uh, cute. Beautiful. Those Thank are cute. You. Oh, I, I was that. imagining like knee high me fluorescent too. green. Me too. Those are oh, fun because no. those are like Montana style. They're those Montana, are yeah. They're Montana like, style. Go-go you don't boots. you don't need a special occasion. You can just wear them anytime. Right. But they're they're pretty like fitted to your foot uh, up to your shin. Nice. I love it. Nice. They're gorgeous. Hell yeah. Thanks. I thought of a jack on. Okay. Um, I don't personally do New Year's resolutions because I'm not going to do them. So I'm not going to set myself up for failure. But I'm. Just generally getting my act together this year, just in a in a not resolution way. Um, and so I switched my car insurance this week. Nice. Wow. So, Fabulous. You know, quite exciting. I'm yeah. saving a lot of money. Yeah. But wow. not a resolution. Just We're just low-key getting it together. Nice. From Geico? From Allstate. Oh. Very expensive. Yeah. Were you in good hands? No. I but now in, you are. I was in expensive hands. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> they might have been so. good. Uh, they're expensive. Expensive mm-hmm. shit's generally that's not fine. <laughs> Flights really expensive. Are they always fine? Mm, no. 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 All right, I hmm. take it back. All right, not expensive. Don't um, ever say it again. <laughs> I I have a jack off. Um, so I had to do a sleep study a couple months ago. Yeah, and. It was whatever. It was uncomfortable. Um, and I, I like my, <laughs> I, I did the whole thing. And then I like, I got a bill from my insurance company and it was $70 for the sleep study. I was like, oh, cool. That's really reasonable. It's like a night mm-hmm. at the hotel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except a cheap one. Very cheap one. <laughs> um, and I was like, cool, I'll deal with that whenever. And then. I got the actual bill, <laughs> and it was like two thousand dollars. Holy shit! The bill for like the pajamas you wore, or like the hospital gown you wore. I didn't wear pajamas or a hospital gown. You were nude. I was in my underwear. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Well, that's the that seventy dollars is like what you paid to look at the door exactly. before you walked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's awful. Well, you yeah. wanted fresh air. That'll be seventy dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's awful. Uh, yeah, it was. Jack off. It sucked. It sucks. I hate that. So mm. there's that. So do you have to get a CPAP and all that stuff? No, uh, they. They said that, like, just from that test, they couldn't prescribe me a CPAP just because of, like, 
certain th- things it, like i didn't snore enough for them to be like you definitely have right. sleep apnea mm-hmm. yeah but it doesn't mean that you don't so you have no diagnosis and you paid two thousand mm-hmm. dollars okay that's Fun. rough yeah. Cool. yeah my doctor was like so we have two paths that we can go down here and so we can either do another sleep study like nope. now yeah or we could do nothing. And I was like, nothing sounds great. So what was the issue at hand? Was it snoring? Yeah, it's snoring. Okay. Uh, Rochelle says that I snore like a ton. Right. And so I'm like, I don't believe you. So it's just, <laughs> yeah. Now you have proof, a $2,000 bill worth that you snore uh, that you that you sort of snore but oh it's not my. that bad exactly yeah. so and your solution is like she needs to get earplugs yeah 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 great much yeah. okay basically perfect oh that's Health rough care. yeah i know yeah love it yeah and i like i pay a lot of money for health insurance yeah too. Mm-hmm. it sucks Ugh. um but that's the world we live uh, in. Yes. Mm-hmm. that's rough oh i have a jack on mm-hmm. oh wait did you have a jack on Corey? no nope. that was obviously your jack on no yeah um so my jack on is we had a show at Free Cycles, which was so much fun. Super fun. I loved it. It's my favorite show that we do, the no joke show where it's like improvising a set. And after Corey and I were standing outside talking about the show that we're going to do this coming Friday. Mm-hmm. And then I was saying also how I didn't want to do open mics because I'm not writing and I feel like I just want to improvise because I don't feel like writing. Mm-hmm. And then Corey said, well, you should get writing. And I got, I was kind of like, no, I don't want to write Corey. Thanks. <laughs> but I no, mom. I don't want to write. I can't think of anything and I just don't want to do it, but that's fine. And literally the next day I had like a billion ideas of all the things that I want to write about. Awesome. Oh, that's great. And that's I think amazing. that was just because I always have to throw a fit <laughs> <laughs> before I actually do something. Yeah. So thanks Corey for being mom. Of course. Yeah. And so I could be, you know, a little bratty. But yeah, the next day I was like, oh, I have all these ideas for premises, which gave me the inspiration to write and to do like open mics and mm-hmm. get on stage. And I don't know. I feel like I want to fall in love with stand up comedy again. I feel like I kind of fell flat in the sense I wasn't getting adrenaline rushes anymore from mm-hmm. doing stand up. Mm hmm. And that's what would that's what carried me before that mm-hmm. feeling. And but now that's why I like to do long sets with old stuff with strangers. It's more like I'm seeking a connection with the audience. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not about the adrenaline of fear. It's more of the enjoyment of seeking a connection. For sure. Mm-hmm. Which is fun. So I want to write in that direction where it's not selfishly about me, where it's more what can we connect with, that type of thing. No, I like that. Cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, good for well, you. We all just yeah. need Corey to be mean to us once in a while. I know <laughs> it's hard to do. Thanks, Corey. Just a little judgmental. <laughs> and I do then... know some people who would disagree. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's Abigail. She's really yeah. upset with you. Yeah, don't I... tell me what to do, Corey. I am. Yeah, she's an only child. Yeah, Can't be tamed Miley Cyrus. <laughs> right, she'll win. She will win. <laughs> Miley Cyrus, New Year's Eve, the showdown, classic. <laughs> uh. Has everybody shared what they want to share? No, I've no. had a, a heartbreaking jack off in that some heartless informer has made my cat an outlaw in this building. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I got all sorts of threatening mail from 
my property management company, saying you have to get rid of your cat within four days or you have to find somewhere else to live. And in anticipation of you doing the right thing and throwing it into a trash compactor, we're going to send someone around to check that it's gone and then you can live a sad, lonely life. It's pending. Were you wearing those cat ears when you got busted? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what tipped him off. They're like, you dress like a cat. You probably have a cat. (laughs) And of course they do it to you when everywhere's closed, like over the holidays. Mm -hmm. Sneaky bastards. Yeah. 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 Super inconvenient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What up with that? What up with that? This cat never hurt anyone. I cats. Yeah. Yeah, what do cats do? Uh, I mean, I guess I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not anti-cat, but I'm not like... You sound pretty anti-cat. I have three cats. Oh, okay. That's too many cats. (laughs) That might be why you're anti-cat. too many cats for somebody who hates cats. I don't hate cats. I love love cats. I love other people's cats. I love Mm. my cats. I just wish I didn't have them. Right. (laughs) Okay. No cat for you. Sure. Yeah. I like a cat to visit. I don't need a cat all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't like a cute furry thing sleeping on your legs like a weighted blanket? I don't like a cute furry thing that shits on the floor oh. and jumps on my head when I'm sleeping or fight. They fight. Ariel, yeah. stop going to Corey's house. <laughs> it's, I, I can attest. These cats are a bit trying. Mm. They are all, they're all sweet in their own right, but mm-hmm. God Damn, three cats is a lot of cats. It is. is It's like 20 cats. It's no cat cocktail party, I tell you what. No. (laughs) No. Any any of our one cats, if it was a solo cat, would be dope. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Even creep? Even creep. A creep is... I I used to give creep kind of a lot of credit because she's kind of like meek and little and weird. But she's a shit stirrer. She always fights Domino. <laughs> like she like uh, attacks our other cat, making a loud cat fight sound, mm. and no one likes that sound. Yeah, yeah, it's very startling. Yeah, mm. it's, it sucks. How did you end up with three cats? <sighs> I have a whole <laughs> <laughs> long story. I have a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a special episode yeah. day. Started I'll have out. to come back for that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you could just listen. Um, but yeah, so yeah, my cats uh, are kind of assholes. Um, but let's find out whether or not some other people are assholes. Let's do it. Solid mm. segue. Boom. So good. Beautiful. Yeah. Seamless. Seamless. Yeah. So yeah, my cats are assholes. <laughs> You guys aren't supposed to make me laugh. Segway, I don't even know her. <laughs> oh. Comedy gold. God. God. Not a single note. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into this asshole. <laughs> This is fucking, this is a train wreck. Off the rails. <laughs> you know how much work this is for me? <laughs> I'm sorry. We're watching we you suffer. It. No, it's amazing. I mean, after. Okay. I have to edit it. <laughs> I know. We'll be watching you then, too. No, you won't. Yes, we will. Set up a webcam. We'll watch. All right. I, Set up yeah. a webcam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Start a Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So let's jump into these Am I the Assholes. Uh, the first one is titled, Am I the Asshole for Dropping Our Dinner on the Ground and Walking Out When My Boyfriend Asked Me, What's for Dinner Tonight, Bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Entirely appropriate move. That's a good response. Yeah. No, you are not the not asshole. Not unless you have a, a, a dog named Bitch. Right. Right. Or if he has Tourette's. I'm just saying. Uh, I was over at my boyfriend's apartment this weekend and I was cooking dinner because he was studying for exams. I made pasta and a chunky sauce with meatballs and veggies. I told him dinner was ready and he goes, What's for dinner tonight, bitch? <laughs> With, like, a lot of emphasis on the last word. I was I mean, was up. he being sarcastic? Because, like, I might I mean, say that to a friend. I mean, probably. I'm just saying. But, especially, mm-hmm. especially if you are seeing someone prepare dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's being an asshole, but at the same time, I probably have said that to someone just joking around. While they were making you dinner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just as a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he meant it as a joke. But, uh, who knows? I was fed up. I'd had a pretty rough day with work, and... And I have some awfully bad associations with that word being used by other people in my life mm-hmm. who were pretty abusive. So I was so irritated that I dropped the pot of pasta sauce I'd been carrying right on the ground and was like, well, nothing's for dinner tonight now. And I better not hear you using that word again. It's just, it's for the girls. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Only girls are allowed to say the word bitch. okay keep going keep going i can't wait to hear the rest (laughs) he was freaking out about how sauce had landed on his rug and he even said you're seriously acting like a bitch right now oh (laughs) i don't know what else to call it Mm -mm. i just walked out and got takeout for myself and went to my friend's house She thought it was funny, but my boyfriend was furious. He kept texting and calling and sending me voice memos trying to explain, saying, what's for dinner tonight, bitch, was a TikTok trend, (laughs) and that he was just quoting something as a joke to put on TikTok. I thought that was the shittiest excuse ever. It doesn't matter if he saw it was a joke or stole the joke, it was still disrespectful. But it didn't change the fact that he thought that shit was funny. Thought that shit was funny. Yeah. Yeah. To demean me when I was trying to do him a favor. Like hell, I come over when he was studying to make a home cooked dinner and he decides it's time for jokes. So I put my phone on Do Not Disturb for the night and split a bottle of wine with my friend and her roommate. The next morning he was sending me angry texts demanding I clean his rug because he was too busy with exams to do it. I was shocked. He left it overnight. That's disgusting. I texted him back <laughs> saying gross. Yeah, it is pretty gross. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the bitch tax, honey. Uh, (laughs) Leave me alone till you're ready to handle your own cooking and cleaning because this bitch isn't anymore. Also, it's vile you left that soaking in all night. I'm glad she said that. Yeah. 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 He called me and told me that he was okay with doing his own household work, but I did throw a full pot of sauce on the ground, so that's on me to clean up. I told him, yeah... No, I'm not comfortable doing chores for you if you see me like your bitch. He told me he didn't, and it was just a quote-unquote trend, and I got pissed off. He was playing that TikTok trends BS excuse again. And I told him, well, I'm starting a trend called saucing, whereas a little joke... (laughs) 
where as a little joke, people throw pasta sauce around. You can't be mad just be, you can't be mad because it's a just a little trend, a little jokey joke, just a little prank, bro. Touche. <laughs> yeah. He got really pissed off and hung up on me. Now I'm seriously wondering if this dumb fucking TikTok joke is going to be the end of things between us. Am I the asshole for how I reacted when my boyfriend asked me what's for dinner tonight, bitch? I don't think so. Does did does boyfriend know that you have uh some trauma around the term bitch that's what i was wondering that's yeah. a, that's a big question she that seems, being said yeah you don't get to gatekeep the term bitch and say it's only for the girls yeah. right. right she not, seems really sensitive like towards that so i would imagine yeah. in the relationship at some point that would have been brought up because yeah. that's like a word you hear regularly so there is an edit Mm-hmm. Uh, so to address a comment I've gotten a lot and I don't have time to reply to every time but did you tell him not to call you a bitch like how would he know otherwise <laughs> mm-hmm. yes indeed honestly if someone has gotten to the age of 30 and not realized that women as a whole do not like having demeaning slurs used against them they're beyond my help uh, <laughs> fair enough yes I mean, and all, no grow up pilgrim yeah. right and it all i mean the word bitch not if you have traumatic feelings surrounding it but that very much how the other person says it like if he was like what's for dinner bitch like yeah you know he's or getting, what if he was yeah. like what's for dinner bitch yeah. you know yes. that that's a joke yeah. versus right. like you right. dumb yeah. bitch where is my dinner right exactly like, yeah very like yeah the inflection is yeah. everything yeah intonation and all that stuff if you have trauma surrounding it that's yeah. a different story right. but you also really can yeah that yeah depends how he said it I wish we had like a like a play. You know, people need to start like uploading these things. Like, do reenactments? Should we do a reenactment <laughs> right now of this? Yes. Let's do a reenactment. You and I. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Okay. I'm like, I love to make pasta. Oh, it's my I favorite love, thing. I, love it. I make prego for you because you're, you're, you're my, studying. You're, you're my so, favorite, and I'm, I'm doing so this for about you because you're my favorite. <sighs> just wish that. Um, dinner's that. almost ready. What's for dinner, bitch? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, crap. Oh, I gotta stop my TikTok. Oh, my God. Why'd you spill sauce on the floor? I'm definitely gonna leave that till tomorrow. I can't believe you (laughs) called me a bitch. I can't believe you called me a bitch. Don't be a bitch. What? (laughs) You know I hate that word, bitch. Oh, shit. I forgot. Oh. (laughs) Well, then, clean up this sauce. I'm going to my room. Bye. Bye. Wow, you guys were able to resolve that so wow. much easier than these other people. You nailed it. That was amazing. It was, that was like we're so there. good. It's yeah. gonna be the start of something beautiful. So now who's the asshole? Now who's the asshole? Oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> shit, I forgot. Yeah, that's the thing. I just unless so many she made it very like unless she mentioned at some point and then like he could have just forgotten because it is a part of regular language. It's mm-hmm. not like once you reach 30 you don't stop talking like a human being right um, right and it's just part of our regular vernacular in this generation so uh, it's hard because if you also have like a teasing relationship or you're with someone you and know. it sounds like they do if this like if all yeah. of everything that she's said after that um saucing and whatever like that's right. hilarious. she's got it's some a, wit yeah, yeah she's got wit so right. i'm not i don't understand why yeah. Why this is like so. I feel like he maybe like something was going on. She felt 
sensitive maybe to the way that he was saying it and it yeah. just struck a chord for her. Yeah, which again, understandable. Yeah, which can happen. Yeah. Also, yeah. like, as jokesters ourselves, you have to know when to, I mean, I'm not an actual jokester, but especially when you, you play like that, you have to also, the second you see that your partner's offended or read the room. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. my gosh. I, when I said bitch to you, yeah. I'm really sorry. Yeah. I didn't yeah. mean it. I was joking yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. Reading the room. Yeah. yeah. You gotta be able to read the room. I'm sorry I did that. If you're going to yeah. make jokes. when I yeah. forgot about all your trauma. Honestly, right? I think that they're going to like be mad about this with each other for a couple weeks and then they're going to talk about it and a be like, and then they're going to joke around about it and then yes. they'll be fine. And right. then it'll be a type of thing where he says that every time they have spaghetti and she drops the sauce <laughs> every time they have spaghetti and then they laugh like, oh, you remember when we used to do that? And it's just red and stained yeah. sauce because yeah. they, they roll around and, and then they have yeah. sex and then they have sex in the bolognese. Right. Or they realize that, wow, we actually do just hate each other and yeah. it's all manifesting in what's for dinner, bitch. But yeah. Actually, we just oh, don't like each other. That would yeah. be the good tag for like Berea or something what's for dinner bitch (laughs) (laughs) oh i love that (laughs) or not uh berea the uh fake italian company whatever the fake noodles we had that yeah oh yeah fake noodles i will say though with regard to the tiktok trend situation i Mm -hmm. do hate those internet trends where it's like you be mean to your partner or you yeah, do that's weird just for the sake of seeing how they'll react yeah. i always yeah. feel bad like, like for that. the little kids like they'll yes. do that where they'll say oh we want you to sit down we ate all of your easter candy or we ate all of your halloween candy and then mm-hmm. the parents are like oh. yeah and like, like giggling traumatized. and the kids are like bawling like i can't believe you candy. And like, there is there is one that's been going around this past year that i thought was actually pretty funny but you see some kids freak the fuck out <laughs> is somebody somebody dresses up as the grinch and runs into your house and starts mm-hmm. stealing presents in the christmas tree <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all about a prank as long as yes. it's not traumatizing yeah. right? I like prank. i think pranks are great i love to like stand behind walls and scare people i find that to be that yes. tickles me to the ends of the earth i think it's so <laughs> hilarious um that being said i mean i hope i haven't traumatized anybody who's to say but it's an innocent it's right an innocent. in if Kara yeah. has traumatized yeah you. yeah send us an email at yeah. nsla make sure you attach your nudes for Kara's nude wall yeah thanks exactly. yep. they have traumatized me but also yeah here's my bad day sorry about it everybody <laughs> yeah um, it sounds like they just don't know how to communicate with each other yeah mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think either of them are assholes I think you both are childish that's it I agree yeah. Which you're in your 30s, so maybe it doesn't look a lot long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, I don't know. I guess if you're having, if somebody's having a rough day and you call them a bitch to their face after they've just fucking spent time making you a meal. Oh, yeah. Like, gosh, she's having a rough oh, that's day. true. Oh. That changes everything. Right. <laughs> a li- not everything, but a no. little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. It's, I don't know. That your boy, oh, your boyfriend needed to read the fucking room. <laughs> was she making mom sauce, like mama sauce? Like, was she making that like for saying, a week? You know, like yeah, where you start mama sauce and do brown sauce, like for. No, she did make meatballs like, though. Yeah. Well, and why is the rug so close to the kitchen? I mean, I of mean, course, it depends on their setup, ooh, but riddle me that, right bitch. That <laughs> it's like vacuum that up. Suck on that. 
bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Also, I don't, even I don't, if I was mad, I would not have left. If I slaved over a hot stove to make you some homemade meatballs, I wouldn't have left that shit. I would have brought it with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? Nothing. And then I would just take it and left. Right. <laughs> or That's you true. stand up and you leave. Yeah. Yeah. I would have just ate it in front of his face and say, make yeah. your own food. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing for you. I would have gone, drawn a bath, eaten it in the bathtub. Yeah. Yes. No noodles, <laughs> just straight sauce. Just straight sauce and meatballs. Just yeah. pounding meatballs in the suds. I love a good meatball. Oh, Let me yeah. tell you. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. is sure. I could eat my body weight in meatballs. Love meatballs. Me too. I love meatballs. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think that person is an asshole. No, exactly. I, yeah. No, I think they're just childish and should talk it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the next one. No segue. So this next one is titled uh, "Am I the asshole for or telling?" A bitch. <laughs> okay. Am I a bitch ass? <laughs> For telling my family they can't use Spanish on Christmas Day or my husband and I are not coming. Yes. Uh, yes. God. Oh my gosh. Straight I mean, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, my family is Mexican and we live in Texas. Everyone in my family is bilingual and they tend to mix English and Spanish constantly. Mm-hmm. My siblings' spouses have all learned some Spanish, some better, some worse, but they can still participate in all conversations. I've been with my husband for 10 years. He took a few classes, but he found it too difficult and decided that he can't learn a language as it's just not his thing. Like math isn't his thing, and he dropped it. I hate him. (laughs) He sucks. Every family gathering, there are a lot of them, he feels left out because everyone switches back and forth and he doesn't understand them. I have to translate for him, and it really must be uncomfortable for him. This year, he said that he's not coming, he feels excluded, and even when he talks with non-Mexican spouses, they mix and match languages, and he feels it's to mock him because there's no need to. I called my mother and told her that they must promise to not speak Spanish because it's excluding my husband, or we're not coming. My mother was angry. She told me that they're not going to police their speech, that they were accommodating for the first few years, but he made no effort, and it's ridiculous that he doesn't even try. I told her uh, that he did try, but she knows it's difficult for him. She said that he's no longer invited and I can come on my own. I was really angry and repeated my ultimatum. This didn't go well. My whole family is pissed off. My husband is on my side and I don't know anymore. Am I the asshole for giving them the ultimatum? Yes. Yes. 100% yes. Yes. I understand that learning languages, especially the older you get, can be difficult. A, you could have a translator app on your phone, so it's not your spouse's responsibility to take care of your misunderstandings. But you've been with this person for 10 years, and you haven't picked up anything, like right. nada. Yeah. That was a good <laughs> Ooh. Oh, <laughs> good. What, what did you just say there? <laughs> I'm just, but that's just, that feels impossible. Right. It feels impossible to me. Like, even, yeah, sure, math is hard, but if you sit with it for 10 years, you should be able to do at least a little math. At least a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's about effort, too. Like, yeah, exactly. You, he clearly doesn't care enough to put in the actual yeah. effort. It sounds like he thinks he's the main character and he's upset that he's not. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm hmm. He didn't realize life didn't come with subtitles. It Idiot. can, though. Mm-hmm. It can. Yeah, that's true. 
Also, Spanish, of, of the languages to learn, it's probably the one that you subconsciously hear the most, mm-hmm. especially, especially in the United States. Especially living in Texas. Especially in Texas. Yeah. yeah. And you're trying to tell me that you don't know anything and you're not even going to try. Yeah. I mean, half the states in the United States are Mexican words. Right. Yeah. Spanish words. Yeah. 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 You're trying to tell me you've never been to like a Taco Bell and ordered the food there? Right. A lot of it's in Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Some of it's all... made up Spanish, but yeah. it's Spanish. Quesarito. I mean, I bet you know that a burrito <laughs> is a little is a little donkey. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Baja Blast. <laughs> Case Hello. in point. Yeah. Also, there are so many things. If it's not Spanish, there are so many things that you have to adapt. If you have a partner or a friend and you're going to their families or so, like there are mm-hmm. all sorts of things you have to do to adapt or to, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So like just put in the work. Yeah, I, I right. would bet that this uh, wife has adapted so much and does so many things that he doesn't even realize whenever they go visit his family. Yes. I bet that she makes an effort to make sure that she speaks clearly and slowly and whatever, just to make sure that people aren't saying subconsciously racist shit to her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She probably puts in highlights. And gets her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She takes off her chola necklace. It's exactly. the whole thing. Yeah. Exactly. She she covers up all the cursive tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. No. I. I don't. N- n- yeah. This person's definitely an asshole. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the biggest yes. asshole is the husband. Yeah. Definitely. But this person, I think she's put in a difficult position, but she's choosing the wrong thing. So yeah. therefore she's an asshole. She's a, what's the word? Idiot. Cunt. No. <laughs> she's a bitch. <laughs> she's a bitch. No, she's a, we're just going to push right on through that one. Uh, so, <laughs> This next one is titled, Am I the Asshole for Making My Girlfriend Pay for Everything After She Implied She Does? Tell me more. Mm, Yep. Okay. Give us the dice, the tea, whatever it is. Me, 29-year-old male, and Maddie, 30-year-old female, have been together for three years. We live together. Maddie is an anesthesiologist, and I own my own landscape design company. Due to me working mornings and being home earlier, I do most of the shopping and cooking. We split all other duties 50-50 and pay 50-50 on all bills. I make solid money, but most of it is put back into my business, so I don't have as much spending money as Maddie. Maddie likes to think I'm some sort of trophy boyfriend. I don't know if that... Is that how trophy boyfriends work? Yeah, similar to trophy wives, like just arm candy that doesn't actually help. Or the, I mean, that's the, what the definition would be. Right, I don't, right. I'm, not, I'm not saying that's what. That has more to do with attractiveness. I think we're talking sugar baby here. Well, maybe, uh, maybe yeah. he's also really hot. You think he's a sugar boy? Could be. Mm. <laughs> sugar baby. Sugar boy. He thinks she, different. He I'm <laughs> no sugar boy. <laughs> uh, okay. First time was when we were out with her family. She's the pride of her family because her family never went to college, let alone medical school. Maddie said, OP doesn't, does most of the housework, so I'm not overwhelmed when I get home. Her aunt said, Maddie, it's amazing that you snagged yourself a trophy boyfriend while working so many hours. Then Maddie's mom said, look at you finding a man who supports you. Maddie said, I'm glad I can support the both of us. Are these exact quotes? 
And they must be. They're in quotations. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just said that. Thank you. She told her friends she was treating me to a vacation. Her friend said, wow, Maddie, sugar mama out there. Uh, I told Maddie how uncomfortable it was for me that she told everyone that she was buying the trip. Her response was, I was being ridiculous because we're a team. My parents asked how we were enjoying the new place we recently moved. Maddie started going on about how much more house it is and how she is thankful for my help and willingness to support her career. A couple things about how supportive I am, how my job is tough on me, I don't find it that tough, and how she's thankful she's able to cover the house while I build my business. Afterwards, my parents called me to ask if everything was okay, if my business was struggling, and if Maddie was having to cover for us, then they could help out. I said that Maddie spent more on her, more on the down payment than I did, but in no way did she cover our house. I've brought this up to Maddie, and she sees no problem. Uh, there's so much backstory. Get to the juice. Um, <laughs> I've brought this up to Maddie, and she sees no problem. She says, I should be glad to have a girlfriend who makes money and wants to splurge on me, so I haven't paid for a thing in the last four months. Date nights, tickets, groceries, Wi-Fi, gas, nothing. <laughs> I, stopped, I stopped cooking, so now Maddie orders us food. Uh, whenever the bill shows up, I say, she's got it. Or whenever I need gas, hey babe, can you get this one? I'll cook your favorite food later, though. Maddie hasn't said anything, but I think she's getting annoyed. So last weekend, it was me, her, her sister, uh, and brother-in-law, and parents. Uh, when the bill showed up, the waiter gave it to me. I said, I'm actually the trophy boyfriend, so I don't pay for things. <laughs> and handed the bill to Maddie. On the way home, she was being standoffish. All she said was, you didn't have to do that. I said, I covered my half of the bills, paid for dates, bought her gifts, and don't like that she implies she pays for everything. I said, if she wants me to quit doing this, then she can tell everyone the truth or she can keep paying. Am I the asshole? I don't even know. I think I fell asleep like halfway through that. Yeah. Fuck. <clears throat> so fucking communicate. Jesus yeah, Christ. That was... I'm speechless. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, and I, I mean, I think it's all throughout society. There's a lot of unhealthy um, expectations and view of money, especially in relationships. Um, you know, a lot of it has, it's like, it's toxic masculinity and um but also feminism it's just uh, there's it's nothing is as balanced as it should be um and people get like i get stressed talking about money i absolutely hate it that being said it's an important topic to of to discussion and you have to talk about it at some point especially if you're choosing to like live and build a life together um they they both sound like dum-dums i don't think they're assholes I don't know. How much work does an anesthesiologist actually have to do? <laughs> uh, I mean, basically, I'm an anesthesiologist. I just make people. I was going to say you can take like yeah. a like a like a three month course for like three thousand dollars, and you're an anesthesiologist. Get the but fuck out of town, seriously. I, I have a friend who's an anesthesiologist, really? or who's like certified, but they, they work get in a paid theater really well. I I've watched I a lot of um, Grey's Anatomy, so I'm also an anesthesiologist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I make bank for really not doing that much. You do. Oh, I'm yeah. being phlebotomist. Never mind. Yeah. That's, <laughs> 
That's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't think so. No. I mean, they don't make... It's not chump change. Whenever you add anesthesia to any procedure, it triples in price. Yeah, it's you're you're getting the good drugs. No, they make really good money. You've never been put under anesthesia... And if you've never been anesthetized, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if you've never been anesthetized, you're kind of missing out. It's like the perfect nap, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, oh. it is. It is That's high what I'm stakes, looking for. Though. Like if they if something goes wrong and they're like, "Wait, this person's allergic? Oh no, we didn't know." Then it's their job, right? To yeah. fix it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. No, for sure. But I, don't I mean, know how often that happens. But yeah. Yeah. If the doctors and are doing their job right, and the per and the patient is honest with their allergies, I'd hope somebody's right. honest with their allergies. Mm-hmm. That's, fucking, that'd be a crazy dice mm-hmm. roll. Yeah, I don't know. I think mm-hmm. the, they would be more concerned if there wasn't enough, and someone woke yeah, up during a surgery oh, yeah, or yeah. something yeah. like that. Anatomy about yeah. that. Yeah. There, there is a lot of <laughs> science behind yeah. behind all. I of think it. that's yeah. their whole thing. People's metabolisms, that whole business. Right. So yeah. All right. They make good money. No, absolutely. They're yeah. doctors. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, long hours. You kind of walk in, you go, went. Mm-hmm. It is too bad that, well, I don't know if this actually happened, but I think he said that he talked to her about the comments and the comments other mm-hmm. people made, and then she like brushed it off. That does kind of suck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they both sound like just. I'm sure that he's probably dealing with feeling like emasculated in some ways. And I'm sure that she's like, she very well could just be like, I love to spoil the person that I'm with. Right. Um, But also like the term trophy boyfriend inherently is like, in in the same way that trophy wife is offensive. It's the same thing. It's, it's, it's problematic. So for sure. Fuck them both. Fuck those two. (laughs) I don't want to. I what feel if, like, but if it's a trophy boyfriend, well, do they have a cat? I don't know. I Sounds think, like not. I yeah, but they probably like both <laughs> send you a bill and then be like, "Oh, who's gonna pay it?" Yeah, <laughs> not me. Oh. Not me. Uh, not Maddie. me. Figure it out. Mad, Maddie is clearly. Yeah. 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 True. True. Yeah. All right. Um, it's time for, for trivia. Trivia. Okay. I wish I could describe how bad I am at trivia. If there was a trivia theme and it was Abigail Gilbert, I would be bad at that. Like, <laughs> about the pressure of it. No, Anything I'm I... the worst. <gasps> Good. I, I'll okay. say I will be worse than you, but you actually win if you do bad because then you're not in charge of trivia the next week. Oh, so, so you're playing the long game. I'm doing the long game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I still cheat though. I don't know. I don't know what my game is. So we'll find out. I have okay. So the way that this round of trivia is gonna uh, has has transpired, I asked everybody to send me a list of their five favorite movies, um, or just five movies that they like, whatever. Um, and then I built trivia based around the movies that they picked. Did um, anyone say when Harry met Sally? Uh, no, New Year's everyone movie. did. Okay, for all five. Perfect. Ten. New yes. Year's movie ten. of the ten questions. The century. <laughs> okay. It is. Well, yep. truly. Uh, so I picked two movies from each of the five that you all sent me, and then I added two in myself. I'm gonna get my own wrong, which is embarrassing, but it's okay. Same. <laughs> We're all stressed out about this. It's fine. I'm excited. Okay. You're right. <laughs> and I actually wrote these trivia questions. So. Great. Thank you for right. doing that. Yeah. 
I've put a lot of work into it. Thank you, Corey. Hours and hours and hours of work. You're the best. Yeah, thanks. So um, they are hard. Uh, (laughs) I take it back. (laughs) Just so you know. Like soccer, you get one goal, you win. Great. (laughs) Exactly. Um, All right. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, Question one. Okay. And you're, and you're looking for the titles of the movies. That's okay. all the answers oh. are are the titles. Oh great! Of the movie. Oh okay. 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 We can do this. Uh, in this movie, released in 1987, the main character has a quote. Sometimes it's hard. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tricky one. All right. La, 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 la. Okay. Let's take that back. Question one. In this movie, released in 1987, the main character has a quote, Sometimes it's a hard world for the little things. This is taken from Rachel Cooper's observation in The Night of the Hunter, 1955. It's a hard world for the little things. Also, Matthew McConaughey has been quoted saying he has seen this movie more than any other. What? What year was it? 1987. I'm trying to remember what movies I gave you. I had some in the 80s. Wait, what was the quote again? Sometimes it's a hard world for the little things. Are we ready to move on? Yes. Yes. I don't even know. I'm just writing down all my movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question two. Uh, there is an iconic vehicle used in this 2003 film that the director himself owns. He used it to promote the release of the sequel to this film. He also licensed the use of it for the Missy Elliott music video, I'm Really Hot. It also appears in the video for Telephone by Lady Gaga and Beyonce. And we're doing the movie? The movie. <laughs> I know. You know it? No. Oh. No. <laughs> but my other answers are giving me a little chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> We ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna be amazed if I get any of these. I know. Same. <laughs> this is so hard. In this 1984 film, the scene where the main character graduates from college was filmed at Vassar College in New York. The director wanted it shot in front of the most academic-looking building on campus, the dining hall. Is this one of my movies? <laughs> I also just kind of wanted to put like interesting tidbits. About yeah, I love these yeah, tidbits. Yeah, yeah. I wish I knew. I the love answer. to read IMDb trivia mm-hmm. about movies. That's exactly where these are pulled from. Uh, dope. Yeah. Uh, are we ready for the third one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought the fourth one. Yep. 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 Ready. This film, released in 2011, is the second collaboration of actor Patrick Fugit and director Cameron Crowe. Their first was Almost Famous in 2000. Oh, I was going to say that one. Also, during the first pub scene, an old TV is showing a soccer match where a goal had just been scored by Brian Talbot for Arsenal. This was a significant English FA Cup final match in 1979 between Arsenal and Manchester United, where with uh, minutes remaining, Arsenal snatched victory to win 3-2, ending a thrilling final. I mean, I remember the game, but <laughs> <sighs> I'm just picking titles that I think is everyone else's favorite movies. I don't even know. 
Um, yeah, that's tricky. What even happened in 2011? Oh, God. My parents divorced. <sighs> trying to remember the fifth movie that I chose. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was going to be funnier. <laughs> no, it was. It just didn't feel, no one laughed. Laugh no now. one laughed. Everyone's just digging into their movie trivia brains. Yeah. Oh, no, I can't remember what movies I told you. At least if we could just put mine down over and over again, I might get one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, we're ready for number five. Yes. In this 1987 film, most shots of the main character and police and the police car show him getting out or preparing to get in. The lead actor didn't fit into the police car in full costume. When he needed to be in the car, he wore the top part of the costume and sat in his underwear. To maintain the illusion that the main character wears the entire suit while inside a car, most shots show his feet exiting first. <gasps> uh, See, like, I should definitely know this. So there's two 1987 movies. I know mine. I have two in the 80s. You guys like movies from the 80s. Is it me and John or all Everybody. Of us? Oh, okay. I didn't. Golden Age. Um, Did I? Um... Oh, and I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm just making shit up now because I can't even think. I don't. I don't think any of mine have been the answer yet. If so, then that would I would be really upset because I haven't written down any. I put my dinner with Andre three times (sighs) on my list. I'm not sure. I'm write that for number four. (laughs) I wish I knew you all better so that I knew your favorite. mine was Raisin in the Sun. (laughs) But it's fun that way. Okay, I'm gonna do. I'll just do one of my movies. (laughs) Are we on to the next one? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. This 1982 film, at the time it was made, it was hailed as the only live-action movie in which a human character makes no appearance. With the exception of some wide shots, it would have been the first live-action movie where no human actors appeared. Sounds like a John movie. No human actors appeared in the whole movie. Yep. And it's a live-action movie. Uh... Oh, Oh, yeah. Why am I acting like I know it? I'm so sorry. Oh, Don't let me no. mislead you. Uh, I actually do know this one. That's because it's mine. Oh, it's your Okay. That's all right. Well, that's then the I, why. well, then I'm standing by my answer. Okay. And you're probably correct. No, I bet you I'm not. Are we Just on to kidding. seven? No cheating. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. In this 1984 film, all of the boiler room footage in the film was shot in the basement of Lincoln Heights Jail in Los Angeles, which was condemned shortly after production wrap due to high levels of asbestos. What's the year? 1984. You know what is Banana Town? Um, there were some construction people going through my work building the other day. And like, well, what if we just move this sheetrock and cut into this and blah, blah, blah. And one of the construction people said to this rich white lady... You should probably find out if there's asbestos in here before you start cutting stuff. It's super normal. Yep. It could do. The floor of my apartment is made of asbestos. Oh, God. I'm glad you're alive. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it can't hurt you. Unless you cut into it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's covered up. So. Um, Okay. Uh, Question eight. While shooting aerial footage over Greenland for this film released in 1964, the second unit camera crew accidentally filmed a secret U.S. military base. Their plane was forced down, and the crew was suspected of being Soviet spies. What year? 1964. All right, so we've got two left. Mm -hmm. Um, Number nine. 
The script for this film, uh, released in 2011, was written in just three days. And much of the director's inspiration for this movie came from his own upbringing in Los Alamos, New Mexico. A place filled with scientists and co-workers all going about their business and living seemingly routine and ordinary lives, even though they were building nuclear weapons that could potentially destroy the entire world. Uh, 2011? 2011. Oh, what is that movie called? Well, that's the question. Sorry. We're all going to feel so dumb if Abigail gets all of these right. (laughs) None of us do. All right. Last one. Okay. This 2011 film was the highest grossing R-rated female comedy of all time in the domestic box office, edging out Sex and the City from 2008. And to date is the most financially successful Judd Apatow production. I had to give a bit of a a gimme. A little bit of a gimme on that one. Well, is it a gimme? Is rated R? R R-rated. Yeah. Female comedy. Yep. (laughs) Females can't be comedians. What? What? I I love that fucking movie. I think I know what it is, and I think I also do, too. I love, honestly, I love all these movies, except one. I haven't seen one of them. But <laughs> I'm so excited to read my answers because I know that maybe two of them are right. All right. Are we all set? Did everybody? We're ready. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, question one was, in this movie released in 1987, the main character has a quote that goes, sometimes it's a hard world for the little things which is taken from Rachel Cooper's observation in The Night of the Hunter, 1955. It's a hard world for the little things. Also, Matthew McConaughey has been quoted saying he has seen this movie more than any other. What did you put down? Do you want to go in a circle? Sure. Oh, wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting. Mm. I thought it was one of mine. At first I had Raising Arizona, and then I s- switched it to Edward Scissorhands. Okay. Mm. Uh, the Borrowers? Okay. I also picked Raising Arizona, <laughs> but I'm going to go with Time Bandits. You guys are stupid. It's Raising Arizona. Oh, <laughs> damn, damn. Because I thought you did another Raising Arizona one, and I was like, oh, that wouldn't happen twice. Oh, damn it. <laughs> so that got too wrong. Yeah. I can't believe you both that. switched it. Yeah. I know. I'm sure Matthew McConaughey has seen the movie a lot. Yes. yes. Raising Arizona? No, the, the Borrowers. The borrowers. <laughs> I, used I used to go to bed at night, and I used to manifest a borrower. Oh. Really? I wanted a borrower so bad. I no. That's freaky, though. I what? shouldn't share that. No. In what no. was it like? All I wanted was a little borrower. What was your borrower like? Well, I never got it, Ariel. What in your imagination? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I, w- I would have taken anything. An old man borrower, a dad borrower, a little baby borrower. Baby borrower. <laughs> um, but probably like a little gal pal. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, Cute. Tiny, itty yeah. bitty gal pal. Yeah, just a little, little gal pal. And you were an only child, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, this is, this is actually a podcast about my only child. <laughs> this, is, this is therapy. <laughs> yeah. No, all right. Just kidding. I'm a, okay. I have a great mom, so it's all good. So everybody has no points? Yep. The Zero. Man, I have point five. I, I should have stuck with it. Right. And then once you said to the main character, when you said that, I'm like, that's not Edward Scissorhand. He doesn't say He doesn't that. really say Yeah, much. he doesn't say anything. And I was going to switch it, but then that was cheating. And I was like, oh, now yeah. you're against cheating. I know. Okay. Uh, my hands so- are sweaty. <laughs> 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 this microphone is wet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question two. There is an iconic vehicle in this 2003 film that the director himself owns. He used it to promote the release of the sequel to this film. He also licensed use of it for the Missy Elliott music video, I'm Really Hot. It also appears in the video for Telephone by Lady Gaga and Beyonce. What did you put? Um... I have two answers, but I know they're both wrong. So, yeah, that's wrong. Um, Herbie Fully Loaded. I love it. Or Cars. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Cars, the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what Miss Elliot can that's do. That's true. Okay? That's true. You're so right. Never you're doubt you're so right. I am Paul. You're, you're absolutely you. right. Amy. I, I couldn't think of anything, so I put Tokyo Drift. I just oh, could not okay. think of anything. I wrote down two. I wrote down The Green Hornet and Triple X. Okay. I put The Fast and the Furious. Mm. Nope. It's uh, Herbie Fully Loaded. I already know it. It is Kill Bill. Oh, oh no. That, is it the Pussy Wagon? It's the Pussy Wagon. Oh, uh, damn. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Who wrote Kill Bill for their favorite movie? John. Mm. Yeah. I believe it. Oh, yeah. I will say, based on the answers that I wrote, you guys have some really weird tastes in movies, but I don't think any of these are right. <laughs> these are all like pretty standard movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. I'm all of mine yeah. are out of left field. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number three. In this 1984 film, the scene where the main character graduates from college was filmed at Vassar College in New York. The director wanted it shot in front of the most academic looking building on the campus, the dining hall. I also put Goodwill Hunting for this one as well. Okay. I mean, I put that, but that's the wrong time period. And now I think it's like Revenge of the Nerds or something like that. Okay. Animal House. Okay. I went Revenge of the Nerds. It is Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh! The fucking fuck? <laughs> God Ariel, damn. Ariel, is that one of your favorite movies? That, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. That shit hurts. Oh, Ariel. I've never Oops. seen that one, so it's okay that I didn't know. Someone graduates from college in that? Kermit. The main character. No. Oh, right. That's that's the inciting wow. incident for the entire film. E- are you even a Muppets fan? I, I'm beginning to doubt myself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, number four. This film, released in 2011, is the second collaboration of actor Patrick Fugit and director Cameron Crowe. Their first was Almost Famous. Also, during the first pub scene, an old TV is showing a soccer match where a goal had just been scored by Brian Talbot for Arsenal. This was a significant English FA Cup final match in 1979 between Arsenal and Manchester United, where the minutes remain, where, where with minutes remaining, Arsenal snatched victory to win 3-2, ending a thrilling final. (laughs) Legally Blonde. My Dinner with Andre. Okay. (laughs) Sky High. (laughs) Okay. Captain Fantastic. I don't know. (laughs) It is We Bought a Zoo. Oh, Oh, that's mine! I know, that's what I was 
had sex is when it's your own. Sky high. Sky high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I told it. you they were hard. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In this 1987 film, most shots of the main character and the police car showing him getting out or preparing to get in, the lead actor didn't fit into the police car in full costume. When he needed to be in the car, he he wore the top part of the costume and sat in his underwear. To maintain the illusion that the main character wears the entire suit while inside a car, most shots show his feet exiting first. What did you put? Taxi driver. Taxi driver? So I... I, I kept going back and forth. I thought it was one of mine. I thought it was Edward Scissorhands. Mm. But then I thought the first one was Edward Scissorhands, so I changed it, and I couldn't think of what it could be, and I put Tootsie. Okay. No, I put Robocop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's John's, and I think it's Robocop. It is Robocop. All nice right. Chance. Good job, John. Is that John's? That is John's. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, In this 1982 film, at the time it was made, it was hailed as the only live action movie in which a human character makes no appearance, with the exception of some wide shots. It would have been the first live action movie where no human actors appeared. What is the Jungle Book? Okay. Dark Crystal? Okay. Oh, I put Planet Earth. Okay. Oh, I put Planet Earth. Sorry. Yeah. I, to talk okay. to the I went Dark Crystal as well. It is the Dark Crystal. Wow. Is that you, Amy? Yes. So I've, fucking good. That was one of mine. I don't think I've seen it since like then uh, since I was a child. It's yeah. really twisted and weird. It yeah. Is. I have yeah. memories of what it is, but I really don't remember it. It's horrifying. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great. We'll have it to was one it. of my favorites. I've never seen it. Oh, it's great. I love me some Watch Labyrinth. Yes. Labyrinth, Labyrinth is, is awesome too. Yeah. My answers get more weird. It's it's great. I love it. Um, Number seven. In this 1984 film, all of the boiler room footage in the film was shot in the basement of the Lincoln Heights Jail in Los Angeles, which was condemned shortly after production wrapped due to high levels of asbestos. Fight Club. Okay. That's what I was thinking, Raising Arizona, but... Okay. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Hell yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. It is a nightmare. Is that yours? Yeah. Damn, nice. nice. Love it. Saw it for the first time when I was five. It's made quite an impression. Jesus Christ. What (laughs) negligent parents. Healthy relationships with my family. (laughs) All right, number eight. While shooting aerial footage over Greenland for this film released in 1964, the second unit camera crew accidentally filmed a secret U.S. military base. Their plane was forced down, and the crew was suspected of being Soviet spies. Elvis is fun in Acapulco. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. Thank you. I just, I don't know. We had to go for it. Fair enough. I was just thinking, I couldn't think of any movies except for Manchurian Candidate, but I know it's not that movie. Okay. I'll just say that. I don't know what, I feel like it's a James Bond movie. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I just wrote James Bond. Okay. It's Dr. Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb with Peter Sellers. Uh, Was that one of yours? That is accurate. Hell fucking yeah. It is Dr. Strangelove. I I figured it was yours, which is why I put James Bond, because I know how much you love James Bond. Dang it. Damn it. Okay. We've got two left. And 
these ones are both mine. Woof. Oh, oh, I thought it was mine. One of them. Yeah. Darn it. So the script for this film, <laughs> released in 2011, was written in just three days. Oh, 2011. And much of the director's inspiration for this movie came from his own upbringing in Los Alamos, New Mexico, a place filled with scientists and co-workers all going about their business and living seemingly routine uh, and ordinary lives, even though they were building nuclear weapons that could potentially destroy the entire world. Can I say something really quick? Yeah. All the movies, 1987 or 2011. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I noticed that too. Some Very of them strange. were 1984 oh, and Dr. Love was 1964. I know. Mm -hmm. okay. But yeah, a lot of the most recent was 2011 and there's like four of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, not the original, of course, but some version of The Matrix. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I put Over the Hedge. <laughs> <laughs> Which it really could be, kind of, in a sense. I put We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> the, I the, know. the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. It is The Cabin in the Woods. Oh, oh. Same energy. So yeah. good. Yeah, I love that movie. I've never seen... Unless I saw that one with you. Yeah. It was I, great. I showed you that one. I think I watched the first, like, two scenes, and then I stopped. Oh, oh. damn. It gets, yeah. it gets into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We gotta watch that one. I was watching it with someone who, like, they weren't... And I was like, man, it's fine. We can oh, I love that movie. It. I watch that movie all the time. Is there, like, a two also? No. Okay, just one. No. Okay. But, yeah, no. Uh, it's like a parody, sort of. Kinda, yeah. Okay. Um, The director, I can't think of his name right now. Ben. But him and Joss Whedon, <laughs> Joss Whedon and the director wrote it, uh, wrote the script for it in three days. Like they locked themselves in a hotel room. And awesome. Crazy. Yeah. I love intense art like that. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the last one. All right. In this 2011 film, uh, this 2011 film was the highest grossing R rated female comedy of all time in the domestic box office. Edging out Sex in the City from 2008. And to date, this is the most financially successful Judd Apatow production. I think this movie actually came out earlier than 2011, but 13 going on 30. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which in my heart is the highest grossing yeah, female totally. comedy of all time. So I am a true winner here. Great. No matter what happens. Gosh, I might be wrong on the time frame as well. I'm going to say Bridesmaids. Oh, okay. I also yes. put Bridesmaids. Okay. I put Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay. It is Bridesmaids. It is yes. so Blop. Help me, I'm poor. Help me, I'm poor. I love poor. that. Stove. Stove. Kind of You're an appliance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are the tallies? Uh, zero. Zero? Yep. I got for two. Abigail. Two for Amy. Three. Three for Kara. God damn it. Uh, four. <laughs> uh, yes. four. That means you have Ariel. two trivias coming up. Uh, all right. And John has one too. So we could do you, John, you again. No. All right. We fine. Don't have, we don't fine. have to go that far. We can just, you could just do the next one. Okay, okay. I'll do the next one. But that's going to do it for trivia this week. Um, yeah, that was very fun. Uh, Abigail, do you have anything that you want to promote? Oh, promote. This will come out in four weeks. Well, this is for the children, but mm -hmm. I am directing Legally Blonde at Missoula Children's Theater. Nice. That's sweet. It'll be fun. We've got a lot of awesome kids in it, so... You should come check that out. I mean, who doesn't love Legally Blonde? It's one of my favorites. Yeah. So, 
that's what I've got up next. Great. Yes. Right on. Thank Anybody you guys else? so much for having me. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. Thank you so much for being here. Is that the overtime? Uh, we. Yeah, we're wrapping yeah, up. Yeah, we're right wrapping now. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we're again. just going to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Um, we there's one week left of puffs at this time so if you haven't come to see it please do come and see it thanks so much is that mct puffs. the missoula community theater puffs puffs sweet puff nothing for me all right ariel i'll be washing my cat <laughs> <laughs> and Anyone don't wants forget to come to, over for that. To check it, log into TikTok to get a video of that. Yeah. It'll be exciting. It's yeah. a new trend. It's a new trend. You call your cat call a your bitch. Call your cat a bitch. <laughs> Give it a bath. <laughs> you but like these suds, bitch? Yeah. Don't bathe the carpet. Yeah. Don't drop your meatballs. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, also, if you want to shoot us an email, go ahead and send us an email at mslajack at gmail.com. That's mslajack at gmail.com. And if you've got like an am I the asshole situation that you want us to read on the air, we will. Um, but outside of that, just, yeah, thank you all so much for listening and uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh-huh. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. She's British because, yeah. Can you read it with a British accent? Yeah. Please. All right. Do it. Let me see. Huh. British, British. Yep. I was over at my boyfriend's apartment this weekend and I was cooking dinner because he was studying for exams. <laughs> and I just went Australian in one sentence. me. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that was great though. We loved it. Thanks. It yeah. No, I just, I'm not in the, I, yep. I've had a hard day. It's okay. <laughs>